Part 4, Chapter 1 of Quiet Talks on Prayer by S. D. Gordon. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Part 4 Jesus' Habits of Prayer. Chapter 1 A Pen Sketch. When God would win back his prodigal world, he sent down a man. That man, while more than man, insisted on being truly a man. He touched human life at every point. No man seems to have understood prayer, and to have prayed as did he. How can we better conclude these quiet talks on prayer than by gathering about his person and studying his habits of prayer? A habit is an act repeated so often as to be done involuntarily, that is, without a new decision of the mind each time it is done. Jesus prayed. He loved to pray. Sometimes praying was his way of resting. He prayed so much and so often that it became a part of his life. It became to him like breathing, involuntary. There is no thing we need so much as to learn how to pray. There are two ways of receiving instruction, one by being told, the other by watching someone else. The latter is the simpler and the surer way. How better can we learn how to pray than by watching how Jesus prayed, and then trying to imitate Him? Not just now studying what He said about prayer, invaluable as that is, and so closely interwoven with the other, nor yet how He received the requests of men when on earth, full of inspiring suggestion as that is of His present attitude towards our prayers but how he himself prayed when down here, surrounded by our same circumstances and temptations. There are two sections of the Bible to which we at once turn for light, the Gospels and the Psalms. In the Gospels is given chiefly the outer side of his prayer habits, and in certain of the Psalms glimpses of the inner side are unmistakably revealed. Turning now to the Gospels, we find the picture of the praying Jesus like an etching, a sketch in black and white, the fewest possible strokes of the pen, a scratch here, a line there, frequently a single word added by one writer to the narrative of the others, which gradually bring to view the outline of a lone figure with upturned face. Of the fifteen mentions of his praying found in the four Gospels, it is interesting to note that while Matthew gives three, and Mark and John each four, it is Luke, Paul's companion and mirror-like friend, who in eleven such allusions supplies most of the picture. Does this not contain a strong hint of the explanation of that other etching plainly traceable in the epistles, which reveals Paul's own marvellous prayer life? Matthew, immersed in the Hebrew Scriptures, writes to the Jews of their promised Davidic king. Mark, with rapid pen, relates the ceaseless activity of this wonderful servant of the Father. John, with imprisoned body, but rare liberty of vision, from the glory side revealed on Patmos, depicts the Son of God coming on an errand from the Father into the world, and again leaving the world and going back home unto the Father but Luke emphasizes the human Jesus, a man 
with reverence let me use a word in its old-fashioned meaning, a fellow, that is, one of ourselves. And the Holy Spirit makes it very plain throughout Luke's narrative that the man Christ Jesus prayed, prayed much, needed to pray, loved to pray. Oh, when shall we men down here, sent into the world as he was sent into the world, with the same mission, the same field, the same Satan to combat, the same Holy Spirit to empower, find out that power lies in keeping closest connection with the sender and completest insulation from the power-absorbing world. End of Part 4 Chapter 1